The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, this is Christina Sasso, Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Something wonderful happened last Sunday, and I feel led to change the um, radio broadcast to share with you what happened last Sunday night. I was very surprised on how people, lives were transformed. And we all know, for those of us that are there, it is the working of the Holy Spirit. It is time. So I'm going to share it with you. It happened last Sunday night. During the Sunday morning in our services, the Lord asked me or instructed me to hold a healing service. So I laid hands on several people who came forward and I have our uh, team to uh, lay hands on all of them. And the teaching is so great that the Holy Spirit really moved. Afterwards, I had lunch with some of the members of the core team and we ate at my favorite Mexican restaurant in Helotes, El Chaparral. As always, during lunch, we were still discussing about, uh, about God and what he did that morning and also the business plans God gave us, and we were enjoying the fellowship as usual. Then Bob asked me about my supernatural experiences with God. Bob has been with us for seven months, according to him. He heard me on the radio, and Bob decided to join us in one of our Sunday services, and he has been a part of this ministry ever since and a part of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence that God is assembling right now. Divine connections are being made every day. Bob and Mama Opal drive three days a week from Lockhart, Texas, to San Antonio to attend our services and training. And you, you yourself don't even want to drive longer than 30 minutes to attend the service. Some of you can walk to a service, and you don't even want to do it. But this is how hungry and excited Bob is. And you know why God picked him. And we also have Don and Yolanda and Amber from Seguin, Texas, who don't mind the drive either. They are also business people whom God called to be a part of this team. They heard a summon, and they responded, and are now taking their post in the kingdom. But what about you? Where are you now? Are you in the same old, same old, still in a circle and cannot get out? Well, stay tuned, my dear brother, my dear sister. It is so easy to get out and allow God to transform you. It's time to take the giant leap of faith. Trust God. So let me go back to my story. What Bob was not aware of when he asked me these questions about my supernatural experiences with God and how I started. He wanted to clarify who really taught me, uh, where did I learn to respond to God and to hear the voice of God. And, of course, I sat down with him and Mama and Divina and Kobe and uh, the Sasso children and uh, Alexa at El Chaparral for the next two hours. And we were just enjoying the fellowship. And I'm, I'm just sharing. So... 
After two hours, when we finally left, after drinking another cup of coffee, I went home and I tried to take a nap, but I was not able to. I sense that the Holy Spirit is moving and changing some things, but I really don't know what it is. I cannot pinpoint where. And uh, I was planning on leaving just to isolate myself to hear more from him for direction regarding the businesses that God has given this body. So we went back. We drove back to the facility uh, to join the youth. And this Sunday service, we really do not advertise because I gave this to the youth um, to have their own praise and worship service. And some of us adults always join them to encourage them. And we cannot get enough of Jesus. We love to praise the Lord. Especially that morning, the Lord touched many people. So that same night, the Lord told me that I am going to change the service that day and I am going to share. He didn't tell me uh, what to share, but he also told me that he summoned our prayer leader, Dora Nestor, to come also and some people to come and they showed up. There's a total of 80 of us. And of course, we were joined in by a sister in Christ, by a young lady who called and asked for direction in the time of the service, and she showed up. And then the Lord told me that when Bob asked me those questions about my supernatural experience with God and how to hear from God, that I knew that he was very serious about it because he wanted to learn. So God told me, like Bob, that the congregation need to hear that story, and I'm supposed to share it to the group that night. I didn't have any notes I didn't have any scripture. I just took that microphone and I shared for the next two hours. The Holy Spirit took over. Thank God I was trained by the Holy Spirit to yield to him and to follow his leading. And I was very, very surprised on how the core team told me it changed their lives. And yes, of course, we had a praise and worship afterwards. So I decided that I need to share this with all of you because if the core team needed to hear this message and if Bob was curious about it, that he was really hungry to have that kind of relationship with God, then I know that you will be blessed by it too. So I'll open your hearts and I'm going to share how the Holy Spirit taught me. Okay. In John chapter 14, verse 26, I'm reading from NIV. It says, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. Keep that in mind. The Holy Spirit can teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. And then in John chapter 16, verse 13 through 15, it also said, Jesus, But when he, the Holy Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me. It is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. It is the Holy Spirit that can and will. It doesn't matter. So don't try to qualify yourself, okay? My husband, Mike, is the one 
who led me to the things of the Holy Spirit. I was raised and brought up Catholic. I was a good Catholic girl. I bought a house in a neighborhood, and he bought a house, which is about three doors away from me. And we met in one of the homeowners associations meeting, which I happened to be a member of the board. Mike also was having a Bible study, and he kept on asking me to join their Bible study. And I refused. In my mind, there is no way I'm going to convert. That's how I viewed uh, things of the Spirit. I thought it's about religion and it's about denomination. So I was raised a Catholic and I was planning on dying as a Catholic. When I was young, we attended a parish in which the priest was Spirit-filled. And he was a part of the charismatic movement within the Catholic Church at that time and who operates in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And he practically discipled us until we were grown up. I started attending and serving the church or the ministry by cleaning the pews. And I regularly picked gardenias from our garden and offered them to Jesus. So I'm in the church every day. And every time the priest or father, we call him father at that time, sees me cleaning or bringing flowers for Jesus, he always talked to me and get his holy water and bless me. And then I have somebody uh, bring me or make me a cheese sandwich, which I always, always, always enjoy. And he started teaching me the simple message of the gospel. He told me ever since I was five that if I am in trouble or afraid, all I need to do is to call on the name of Jesus and Satan is going to leave. He also kept on reminding me that Jesus loves me. He died for me. And he told me that I can talk to Jesus about anything and everything direct. I believed him. And I started talking to Jesus. And Jesus started appearing to me in my dreams. And he started speaking to me. The priest told me to go directly to Jesus. And I did. And it started my walk, my supernatural walk with Jesus. And then uh, this priest was transferred to another parish, and I stopped going to the church because I didn't like that other priest. And I was about 16 years old at that time. But my sister was getting married, and she is moving to California to join her husband, and uh, she wants to say goodbye to this priest who, who really has been a mentor to us. We, we love him. So my sister and I went to look for him in another town for my sister to say goodbye. Of course, he gave blessing to my sister. And, um, and then he turned to me. He prophesied to me that I was going to move to the United States also and that I'm going to meet my husband there and have kids. Well, of course, I told him no, because I was not planning to move to the United States of America. I was planning to get married and settled in the Philippines forever. But this priest insisted that my husband is in the United States, and I will meet him there because I'm going to move there. That was God's plan for my life. Just like in Proverbs 19, verse 21, it says, Many are the plans in a man's heart. But it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. I am glad and grateful that God's purpose in my life prevailed. 
To make my story short, I met Mike, of course, and we got married. Then, of course, that is another story. But he was the one who told me that I don't need any man to teach me, but the Holy Spirit can and will teach me if only I ask him. Okay? This is how things start changing for me. I finally accepted Mike's invitation to attend the retreat. And he had been telling me that if ever I need to meet a prophet, a real prophet of God, I need to meet Bonnie. And of course, as a Catholic, I did not believe that there are prophets, especially a woman prophet, and she was not even a nun. But that weekend, I had an encounter with God. I got a prophecy that confirmed God's calling upon my life. A part of the prophecy that I love is I will travel all over the world representing him. That I like. The rest of the prophecy, I did not care one whit because I don't know what he was talking about, about some God's generals and, and all of these things, that I will represent him, that, that I'm going to be a prophet to the nations, all of those things. I didn't care. All I wanted is to travel. So after the service, this is how it all came about, about the Holy Spirit teaching me. I was approached by a woman who was so angry of my prophecy. And she told me in no uncertain terms not to even think that the prophecy that was given to me is for me, that it was actually for her, and that it will take so many, many years before I can even reach the level on where she was. I didn't even know what level she was. I don't know what she was talking about. All I know is she was nasty. She was mean. But then there was this old lady who came to me and introduced herself. She sat next to me and she told me that it was her privilege and honor to have met me and that God really has a plan for my life and that prophecies that the prophet gave me will all come to pass. The rest of those who are around me, they completely ignored me that night as if I have a contagious disease. I was flabbergasted. I was thinking about my unbelieving friends. They are a lot nicer than some of these people or most of these people. So I returned to San Antonio, but all I can think of as part of that prophecy that I received was I'm going to travel all over the world. But I was bothered on what uh, some of these women have been talking and how they were treating me. So the following morning, I called Mike, who happened to be Brother Mike now, and, and we were neighbors. I asked him about my prophecy on how some of the women reacted. It's just like they were angry at, at me, and I, and I didn't even know what a prophecy was. And how this old lady told me that it is a privilege and an honor. So I told Mike that I'm a little bit confused. Mike then told me that that was a prophecy, and I need to ask the Holy Spirit to teach me about spiritual things. So I told him that I'm going to start right away. So as soon as I closed the door on him, I locked the door and did not get out for several days. I extended my vacation. Talking to Jesus is not new to me, but asking the Holy Spirit to teach me, that is something new. 
The Holy Spirit immediately answered some of my concerns and reassured me and took away my fears. But one of my concerns is what this mean woman told me, that it will take years, 15 years or more, to be able to serve God and be on her level. The Holy Spirit told me, Christina, that is the world's way. But in my kingdom, the Lord said, it is not based on the number of years that you got born again or that you've known me. It will be based on your relationship with me and your degree of obedience. Then he put me to sleep and woke me up after an hour and instructed me to read the Gospel of John. In the book of John, when I read how Jesus talked and prayed to Father God, that we may know that God the Father loves us as much as he loves his only son, Jesus, I was overwhelmed. I never seen that in the Bible. It's never been read in any of the um, reading in the in the, in the Catholic uh, mass that uh, that I uh, the masses that I attended. And the Holy Spirit poured out His love on me that night, and nothing matters anymore. What people say, it didn't matter anymore. I believed and listened to the Holy Spirit, and His presence has always been with me, in good times even in bad times. One day after work, like I always do, I immediately change and go up to my room. So in this day, I knelt down to pray and bowed my head, and I heard the voice of God and said, Christina, when you talked to your father when he was still alive and your mom, how did you approach them? I told the Lord, because my dad was always out of town and I seldom see him, I usually jumped on his lap and slobber him with kisses and hugs. And when it comes to my mom, I will talk to her and come to her. God told me this, Christina, I am your father now. When you want to talk to me, do to me how you approach or talk to your mom and dad. You do not need to kneel. If you did not kneel when you approach and ask your dad, um, something, then don't kneel when you talk to me, when you ask me for something. Get comfortable. I will always talk to you, even wherever you're at. I am with you. And then he told me, all I want from you, Christina, is your time, fellowship, and to hear from you that you trust me, that you love me. So I did. My prayer time now got changed. Instead of kneeling and folding my hands and, and bow my head, I just went with total excitement and said, Father, I'm home. Now it's time for us to talk. So sometimes I pray and talk to him in bed, sometimes washing dishes while cooking. And a lot of times I dance before the Lord. And the Holy Spirit always give me instruction while I'm asleep. He will talk to me in my dreams. As long as I keep on listening and obeying God, God will always talk to me and teach me. And I learned to recognize his voice, even in the midst of the crowd. You can do this too. Trust him. You spend time with him. Obey him. He loves you as much as he loves his only begotten son. I will be content with the fact that he called me and he loves me. But to put me, to place me in his heart, in his purpose and his mind, 
of equal standing with our Lord Jesus Christ, that is more than enough for me. It is more than I can even bear, but I'm glad that he did. I'm glad that he loves me as much as he loves his son, Jesus Christ. And he loves you too. He does not play favorites. My walk with God, with the Holy Spirit, as my teacher, led me to a life of prayer, excitement, fulfilling, and success. I am confident that whatever challenges that comes my way, the Holy Spirit will always be beside me, instructing me like a loving and protective father, watching over his daughter, over his son, like a protective and loving parent. No matter what, we all desire to be protected, to be nurtured, to be loved. And as a parent, we always protect, love, and instruct our children, especially when they're in trouble. I discovered, and now I know, that we truly belong to a loving God. This is my confidence. This is my security. He is my God, and I call him Abba Father. God is very much concerned about our personal lives and relationship. He wants to be a part of your life. He wants to save you and protect you from harm and from troubles. He wants to empower you. Even when we get into trouble, we have this relationship with him. He is always able and he is always willing to provide a way out for us. For those of you who have not had a good relationship with your dad or even with your parents, or for those of you who never known how to grow up having a dad, you have a father God that will never leave you. And he wants you to know him. He will reveal himself to you. And once you tasted and experienced him, his love, his protectiveness, your pain will go away. Your troubles will gradually go away. He will find a way out. Call me at 210-695-1630. If you're having a conflict in who you are, even gender identity, allow God the Father to reveal himself to you through our Lord Jesus Christ. He will never force you, but I guarantee you that once you experience and receive his love, there won't be any conflict on who you are. God does not want you to suffer pain. God wants to heal those deep wounds of abuse, of disappointments, broken promises. He wants you to have a meaningful and a prosperous life with him. In the next segment, I will share with you on why God is stretching our faith. Nancy, who is the editor of, of this radio program, is going to provide you with tidbits of some of the teachings and some of our leadership training and our Sunday services so that we can share them with you. So stay tuned, okay? In John chapter 17, verse 20, Jesus said, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. That is you and I. Jesus prayed for you before he went to the cross, and he got your name in his heart. And now Father God is answering his prayer for you. So call me at 210 God bless you for tuning in. 
Join us in our Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 8419 Callahan Road off IH10 and every Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. If you want to join the youth in praise and worship on Sunday evenings, it is at 6.30 p.m. You are more than welcome. So see what you have been missing, my dear brother, my dear sister? God is moving and receive the love of God and your life will never be the same. Also, I would like to thank you, our radio listeners, for those of you who responded and sowed seeds to help the Israel soldiers. They were very appreciative of the supplies we provided them. As you may know, we partnered with wall builders in this endeavor, and 100% of the seeds that were sown goes to help the Israeli army. If you still wish to help, you can donate directly to wallbuilders.com or go to our website, SOGMI.org. God bless you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. And all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM 630 KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, go to the program guide at kslr.com.